Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the fair on this Saturday, uh, we had a little shower move through. Otherwise, pretty pleasant day. Great crowds on hand here at the great Minnesota get-together. Fun to be here after a two-year hiatus. Uh, been great to be back on the fairgrounds. Big thanks to Jonathan Lowe, our producer on site, Kerry Klatt in studio today, uh, doing a great job as always, and uh, helping me out. Another guy who helps me out all the time here on the Twins Magazine show, Matt Hodson from the Twins front office. and uh, we, we talk a lot about things going on in the community and at the ballpark. And right now we're going to talk about 2023 a little bit. Uh, Matt, of course, Senior Manager, Business Communications with the Ball Club. And, uh, Matt, the 2023 schedule is out, and this is a new era in the major leagues. Twins will play everybody in the majors next year. Yeah, Steve. uh, Well, first of all, I'm a little bit jealous. I wish I was out at the State Fair right now, but uh, I'm headed to the ballpark, surely, so that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. Next uh, next year, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we still got a lot of work to do here in 2022, and looking forward to uh, hopefully playing deep into October. But but next year, we'll have a chance for the first time ever to play all 29 other teams, and that's something we're really looking forward to—to to bring uh, new faces and new clubs into Target Field and, and give our fans the opportunity to to see the entire uh, entire league. Yeah, it is a change, and I'm sure it's been the buzz among your colleagues with other major league teams about this big schedule change. I think Twins fans have become accustomed to playing 19 games in division uh, with the White Sox, Royals, uh, Guardians, and Tigers. That has been scaled back a little bit, and now interleague play has really expanded where you're going to see every club in the National League. I know the Twins always saw every team in the American League at least once at Target Field, but uh, th- th- this is really a new change and, and an exciting change, and uh, th- the schedule re- re- reflects that really right out of the gate, opening the road at Kansas City, a familiar foe, and then going down to Miami to play the Marlins, and then uh, uh, some familiar teams, Houston and the White Sox. But later in that opening month, next April, uh, the Nats come to town, and that's going to be exciting, and it looks like a great summer schedule at Target Field next year. Yeah, it really does. And you're right. You know, we're gonna we're gonna substitute uh, some of those games against the the Royals and the Tigers. We're only gonna play our division opponents 13 times, and now we'll play uh, everybody in the National League. So that means that next year we'll get Juan Soto and the Padres in May. We'll get uh, the New York Mets in September. The Cubs are coming to town. Uh, the the Giants will be back next year. If they're not coming at all, then they're here right now. We'll come back next year. So. Nationally, teams from all three divisions. We're going to go on the road to Atlanta. We haven't been there since 2016. St. Louis, Philadelphia, Cincinnati. It's just it's going to be a lot of fun, both for folks here going to Target Field, and then some really new and uh, fun road trips to go on to plan next summer. 
Well, and that's one thing. Twins fans really travel. I know we've talked about this before, Matt, but whether they're playing games at Petco Park in San Diego or at Dodger Stadium or if it's even out on the East Coast, Twins fans travel. You know, it's funny. I've actually had a couple calls this summer from acquaintances of mine um, live in both the East and West Coast and called me and said, wow, I didn't realize how well the Twins traveled. Yeah, right. Like, you really do. I mean, you, you watch a game. A few weeks ago, we were in San Diego. Uh, the, there is a lot of uh, red and blue Twins hats out there. The same when uh, when we're back East. Uh, even if we're playing Boston at Fenway, there's, there's a lot of Twins fans. It's, we, we do travel well. Next year, uh, you know, there's going to be some new opportunities opening up for, for fans to go see ballparks that we haven't been to in quite some time. Yeah, and one of the other items I wanted to bring up real quick, I know there's 2023. You, you made a great point out of the gate. There's still work to be done. Twins got a very important win and the losing streak on Friday night against the Giants, and Cleveland got beat by Seattle, so the Twins gained ground, gained ground. They're just three games out. So there still is a great opportunity for the Twins to come back, win the division, get into the playoffs, and uh, you know now now's the time to make sure uh, you're going to be a part of any playoff games at Target Field by, you know, securing tickets for that and then beyond that in 2023. Yeah, absolutely. Take advantage of this new unbalanced schedule and, and get your season tickets for 2023 now. That'll make sure you have priority uh, for postseason tickets next year. And I'm still a believer. We're, we're three games back. There is, September is going to be awesome. We have uh, eight games against, against the Guardians, nine against the White Sox. In some ways, we are the destiny is right out in front of us, and uh, we're going to go out and take care of business, and I think we're going to. It's going to be a fun stretch run. Yeah, and hopefully Carlos Correa hitting that home run early in the game last night will set the tone, and they'll have a big home stand, take care of business against the Giants and the Red Sox. And as you pointed out, some huge series coming up. Uh, you mentioned the White Sox. I, I look at those five games in Cleveland, the series here with Cleveland, yep. uh, loom huge. So plenty of big, big games coming up uh, for the Minnesota Twins. And uh, it looks like the weather's going to cooperate tonight at Target Field. It stopped raining here at the fairgrounds. And what I'm seeing on the radar, no problem to get to the ball game tonight and enjoy the Twins and Giants. Absolutely. Big fun night tonight. First 10,000 fans get a Byron Buxton bobblehead. Wish he's in the lineup for it tonight, but uh, uh, it's a cool, cool giveaway, and hopefully we can get our second straight win tonight. All right, very good. Well, always a pleasure, Matt. Uh, thanks so much for joining us uh, here on the Twins Magazine Show. My pleasure. Win Twins, and uh, have fun at the fair. All right, there it is. 2023 schedule online at twinsbaseball.com. And then all the info on how you can get involved in tickets now, secure postseason tickets, and seats for 2023 at Fabulous Target Field. One of the other things we brought up is the State Amateur Baseball Tournament, and that is continuing. Uh, Faribault, the anchor site, Meesville and Dundas, uh, huge contributors to that. And we have a final out of the B from earlier today. want to get you that score here real quick. Uh, it was Rochester eliminating Coon Rapids 6-2 to two. last night, Meesville. Uh, knocked Anoka out of the B playoffs in progress. Champlin Park and Moore had that game in Meesville a little bit later on. Blaine and Dundas, that game being played in Dundas. And then, of course, uh, the Class C tournament as well. Action continuing today. I didn't see any C scores as of yet uh, in that tournament. 
haven't seen any scores, but it looks like the weather is going to cooperate on that front. Uh, we've we've had a shower, no big deal, a couple of times here in the fairgrounds. It looks like that's over. We'll get another update on the weather following the news here at 5 o'clock. And then Doe Young Park will join us from Target Field. Covers the Twins for MLB.com here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. First Saturday of the fair here at News Talk, E3O-WCCO. Steve Thompson, Jonathan Lowell on site. Kerry Clad in the studios downtown. Pre-game show 5.30. Twins and Giants, game two of the three-game set. Sonny Gray will be on the mound. Twins won game one, 9-0 last night. An important win for the Twins, considering Cleveland got beat by Seattle in extra innings. Doe Young Park covers the Twins for MLB.com. And Doe, good to visit with you as always. Uh, the Twins really, really needed that win on Friday night. No, they, uh, they really, really, really needed that win last night, like you said. I mean, I think they had that big six-run third inning, uh, and uh, they had a couple clutch uh, situational hits in there, including one with uh, the bases loaded, which has kind of been a heel for this team in recent years. And uh, they, they just really needed that sort of output. I think that six-run output just in the third inning was more than they had in, like, 15 of the last 16 games as a whole. Um, and they've been saying all along, I mean, they've been getting guys on base. They just haven't been able to come through in those situations. And I don't know that they were entirely sure of why or if there was something they could do to kind of fix that. But I think that just kind of sets the tone and um, hopefully steer things back onto the rails for them. That's what they're hoping anyway. And Doe Young Park joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline ahead of the Twins and the Giants tonight at Target Field. Looks like the weather is going to cooperate. The rain has moved through the Twin Cities area and here on the fairgrounds. Kyle Garlick returned to the lineup last night, and and that's an important addition for the Twins. Yeah, he really is. And I think it would have been weird to say at the the start of the season, oh, man, it's going to be late August and the Twins are really, really going to be missing Kyle Garlick. And yet here we are because that's just kind of the extent of the injury attrition that they've had at the outfield. I remember at the start of the year, there were just so many outfielders that they had, like whether it was Alex Kirilov, Trevor Larnick, even Royce Lewis played in the outfield as kind of young guys that they would hope to count on. But with all the injuries they've had, they've needed a guy like Kyle Garlick, especially with the run of left-handed starting pitching that they've faced. Uh, and they just haven't had a right-handed hitter like Garlic that can really do damage there because the outfielders you got right now are guys like Jake Cave and Nick Gordon who are hitting left-handed with those left-on-left matchups and Roberto Celestino, who's a right-handed hitter, but he's still young and he's still kind of coming into his own. So I think having that kind of older, not I'm not going to say veteran because he hasn't been in the league for that long, but just somebody who you know can match left-handed pitching like Kyle Garlick has been like a nice stabilizing factor and I think they're really going to count on him and lean on him in those situations more moving ahead and uh, another huge key for the Twins going forward they start today three games behind Cleveland in the American League Central if they're going to rally and win the division and get to the postseason a big part of it is going to be Carlos Correa and to see him hit a two-run home run we know he's been very steady with the glove uh, by all accounts, a very good leader. But but Carlos Correa is going to need to pick it up with the bat. And some games carry this team. Yeah, I think they really need that from him right now. That's part of why they signed him this offseason, right? I mean, obviously the Minnesota Twins, if you have a chance to get Carlos Correa playing shortstop for you, you're going to do it. 
But one of the big appeals, and this is something they stressed at the time, too, was this is a guy who, when the moment is biggest, he comes through in those situations. He's one of the greatest playoff performers of all time. He's a guy who doesn't feel the pressure in those clutch moments, and that just hasn't been the Carlos Correa they've gotten this year uh, for some reason or another, and I'm not sure they have a sense for why, but I was looking this morning. I think with runners in scoring position, he's got like a 616 OPS this season, I want to say, which is well below kind of the 700-ish mark where that's considered kind of average performance. And then with two outs and runners in scoring position, that just skips all the way down to, I think, like a 388 mark or something like that. And that's an OPS. That's not like a batting average or an on-base percentage or anything like that. Um, that's almost unheard of, and I think that's very un-Korea-like. And like you mentioned, I mean, this is going to be a tight stretch. This is going to be a tight race down the stretch. Cleveland's still three up. The White Sox are obviously still kind of lingering as they do. And this is where the Twins beat Carlos Correa. step. This is why they're paying him $35 million this year. This stretch of game with this kind of importance. And uh, he needs to be that guy. And I think, like you said yesterday, that first inning home run, that kind of broke the seal. They need more of those hits in the coming weeks. Do Young Park joining us, covers the Twins for MLB.com. Twins and Giants coming up. Another part of the equation, the pitching needs to hold up. Joe Ryan, uh, good job last night. Now Sonny Gray tonight. Uh, you know, Good starts following up good starts. And getting a little bit more length would be huge. We, they, they've talked about it on the television side. Dick Bramer and partners, Corey Provost, Dan Gladden, Chris Atterbury on the radio side. Even getting an extra out or two is huge in spelling that bullpen a little bit as we get into September. It, it really is, and I think you really do see Rocco and pitching coach Pete Mackey kind of trying to stress that a little bit more. But it also kind of plays into situational factors also kind of play into that, where when the offense is only giving you one or two runs, you really can't squeeze extra outs of, the, when, outs of those guys when they're at like 100 pitches and – like one mistake a third time through the order can really change the face of a game. But I think like we saw yesterday with Joe Ryan with a more comfortable lead, Twins got him up to like 107 pitches. He worked his way into a jam in that sixth inning, and Rocco let him work out of it. And like you said, given how much this bullpen is going to be used down the stretch, they need that sort of thing. And that's, I think, another thing that's encouraging to them, too, is that in this recent stretch, for as rotten as the offense had been, the pitching had been more or less pretty pretty fine. I think they're going to take the level of pitching that they got. And there have been points this year where the pitching has been great and the offense has not been great. Uh, I think that's what we've seen recently. There have been points where the pitching was an utter disaster and the offense was really picking it up. They haven't really put it together yet i don't think they've really clicked yet and i think they're hoping that that'll happen now as whether that actually will happen is a, is another question altogether and they're really running out of time for that but i think that's kind of what they're holding out hope for and i mean there are no moves to be made anymore i mean there's no the trade deadline has come and gone this is kind of the group that you're going to have i think now it's just kind of put up or shut up do or die and um you got what 30 something games left this is it's now or never right now Doyang Park joining us from MLB.com. Is there any more good news? We talked about Kyle Garlic returning to the lineup and providing immediate impact. Is there anybody else on the comeback trail? There is everybody else on the comeback trail, Steve. Uh, I just talked to catcher Ryan Jeffers downstairs. He is throwing for the first time today, um, coming back from his broken thumb, and he's headed down to Florida on Monday to start his uh, kind of ramp back up. 
Uh, Randy Dobnak is continuing his rehab assignment. Uh, Josh Winder made a rehab start the other day. Uh, Bailey Ober, I think, is expected to progress to something like that soon. You got Trevor Larnick, who I think is uh, beginning a rehab assignment next week. I think I heard, like, Tuesday-ish or something like that. Early next week for Trevor Larnick to start his rehab assignment. And obviously, Kenta Maeda is uh, expected to hopefully enter the mix at some point as a possibility in September as well. So there's a lot There's a lot of moving pieces down there, and the Twins have said in particular with uh, Winder and Ober and Larnick, those are names you should be looking for in September. And, man, even one or two of those guys would be huge boons to this roster, especially a guy like Ober, who is so stable and just so consistent for them um, as a rookie last season. And I think they're just going to take whatever they can get in terms of the reinforcements that they have. And obviously Tyler Malley, too, who's, through a, who's the biggest one of them all, who threw a bullpen session 25 pitches here yesterday. And they're hoping that he's going to throw another one soon and maybe even back next Friday in Chicago for that series opener against the White Sox. I think they said that's a loose target. And, man, what a, what a big get that would be if oh. he were to only miss the minimum number of games there. Yeah, that would be huge. And uh, is the sense is that his arm is responding and uh, there was concern about velocity, and ultimately that's why he came out of the game as velocity returned. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the first question everybody's got, right? And we, yep. we asked, and I think, you know, this is kind of the first bullpen session. I think they're going to learn a lot more come the next bullpen session in the coming days where I think he's expected to have a lot more intensity in that. And that's when they'll really get to ramp up the velocity. But Rocco says that, you know, when he talked to Mally, and Mally's a straight shooter. He's a guy that'll tell it like, he is, like it is, he said. He said, I'm feeling totally fine. I'm feeling really good. And I think the expectation right now, at least again, and this kid, and they, they got one more bullpen to go. But for now, the expectation is that uh, the time off will do him some good and he'll be back with that velocity. Well, huge news. Sonny Gray, a veteran going tonight. Sonny Gray has been pretty good this year for the Twins. Game two against the Giants coming up. Don't always good to visit with you. I really appreciate the work you do. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, too. Hope you didn't get rained on too hard at the fair there. No, I, I am in a covered porch at the WCCO <laughs> radio booth here at the fair, so, so no rain here. I'm good. Yeah, no tarp out here as well. They took the tarp off after a downpour that we had for a bit. So things looking good here for now, but I'll knock on some wood. All right, on time start for the Twins tonight. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Joe Young Park from MLB.com joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. One segment to go on our Twins Magazine show. Chris Atterbury standing by our pregame show at 5.30. First pitch at 6.10. Twins and Giants from Target Field tonight. Here on the home of the Twins, we'll have a sneak peek at the lineup. We'll check some amateur baseball scores. Faribault, Dundas, and Meesville weekend number two of that state amateur tournament. We'll get into that here on News Talk. A3O-WCCO. Thanks all around. Kerry Clatt, Jonathan Lowe, our producers. Jonathan here at the fair. Kerry Clatt downtown. Twins, Giants pregame. Chris Atterbury, little under seven minutes away here at 5.30. Corey Proba is Stan Gladden with all the play-by-play. Here's the lay of the land. Twins three behind Cleveland in the division. It'll be Cobb against Gray at target field. Meanwhile, the White Sox getting underway tonight just after six. Uh, once again, Chicago hosting the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then late tonight, Cleveland will be in Seattle. So a Twins win and another uh, Cleveland loss late tonight out in Seattle. And they'd be within two games. It's three 
right now in the American League Central Division. Let's get a sneak peek at uh, the Twins lineup tonight at Target Field. We know about Sonny Gray being on the mound. Here's how the lineup's going to go. Luis Rise will lead off, play at first base. Carlos Correa will be at short, bat second. Jorge Polanco will be at second and bat third. The DH, Jose Miranda, in the cleanup spot, batting fifth in left field, Nick Gordon. Batting sixth at third base, Gio Urshela. Batting seventh in right field, Max Kepler. Batting ace center fielder, Gilberto Celestino. And catching uh, in the number nine hole, Sandy Leone. So it'll be a rise, Correa Polanco, Miranda, Gordon, Urshela, Kepler, Celestino, and Leone behind the plate, uh, behind Sonny Gray tonight. First pitch scheduled at about 6.10 tonight, and you'll hear it all here on the home of the Twins. News Talk, E3O-WCCO. We alluded to the state amateur baseball tournament, and that is underway at Faribault, Meesville, and Dundas, south of the cities. Uh, I am going to be uh, in Meesville f- tomorrow for some Class B action. Let's get you up to date on the C at the moment. Games earlier today, it was Nizwa beating Raymond 6-5, to and the New Orleans Brewers beat El Rosa 12-2. Other action in progress, and these games once again being played in Faribault, and Dundas and Meesville today. And then over in the State B tournament, one game already in the books earlier today, and it was Rochester uh, eliminating Coombe 6-2 on Friday night. It was Meesville uh, eliminating Anoka in the B tournament 12-2. Champlin Park and Moorhead still underway in Meesville, and then Blaine and Dundas getting just underway in Dundas in the B tournament. So we'll see some B teams tomorrow, once again in Meesville. And then I think a week from Sunday, I'll be in Dundas for the final weekend of the season. So I really look forward to being a part of that state tournament action. And uh, the website, if you want to get an update, is mnbaseball.org, mnbaseball.org. They have scores, they have stories, and a link to how you can stream the games as well uh, through the weekend and again next weekend. Uh, the final weekend of the B and C tournament. And, of course, uh, Class A state tournament wrapped up last weekend at Palm Field in St. Anthony Village here in the heart of the Metro. And a tip of the cap to the uh, champions. Uh, the St. Louis Park Pirates uh, win the title, and it was my honor to call that game uh, last Sunday over at Palm Field. So here we are at the State Fair, winding things down for the day, but our coverage will continue uh, tomorrow with the huddle. Uh, between 10 and noon. I believe Blois Olson's going to be here as well uh, between 9 and 10 o'clock, and then the huddle between 10 and noon. Then we'll turn it over to Twins coverage tomorrow afternoon, the final game of the three-game series with the Giants at Target Field. Then the Red Sox come to town next week. And then uh, State Fair action uh, will be here. Uh, Jordana Green, Adam Carter between 9 and noon, Chad Hartman, Jason Derasha, and then... uh, and so we'll be here between 9 and 6 on Monday here at the State Fair. So we invite you to stop by and say hello. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.